The time has come now. Stop preaching and hearing lies different from the Bible. God works through people. Jesus Christ came in flesh, and so has the Spirit of Truth. Hear what the Spirit of Truth says to the churches. The Time of Grace on FBC2. Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 8.30 to 9. Visit us now on YouTube and Facebook at GR Church Fiji. The key is verse 31. Let us read. The clamor will resound to the ends of the earth, for the Lord has an indictment against the nations. He is entering into judgment with all flesh, and the wicked he will put to the sword, declares the Lord. So the clamor in Jeremiah 25 verse 31 is the sound of God having an indictment against the nations that resound to the end of the earth because of the scoffers about the clamor in Jeremiah 51 verse 54 to 58. The sound that the enemies in the home for demons make is noisy. Let's look at Jeremiah 51 verse 54. A voice, a cry from Babylon, the noise of great destruction from the land of the Chaldeans. They committed all kinds of evil at the home for demons, yet there was no punishment. So they added sin upon sin without any fear. And then it says in verse 55, For the Lord is laying Babylon waste and stilling her mighty voice. Their waves roar like many waters. The noise of their voice is raised, for a destroyer has come upon her, upon Babylon. The noise in this verse is the noise of the voice of the enemies who destroy Babylon, the home for demons. God is taking vengeance against them. That is the reason for the noise. They will never wake up from the spiritual sleep forever. When their body dies, they will have to receive the recompense for all of the sins that they committed while living their former portion of life on earth and live in torment forever. The human soul does not die. So you must wake up from your spiritual sleep and be created again with the new covenant while you are physically alive. Then, let's look at verse 58. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the broad wall of Babylon shall be leveled to the ground, and her high gates. The arrogance of the idols, the leaders who stood at Babylon, the home for demons, was described as high gates. God shatters such people without even investigating. And in order to judge them, God is calling for the children of God to come out of the home for demons. That was shown through COVID-19, which was the sword of the Lord that He used to forcibly close the doors of religious facilities in the whole world. You must come out of the home for demons now while God warns the children of God. He who can understand the spiritual word, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Hear and keep his word. The sins of the home for demons are already heaped high as heaven. Also, the sons of God have come out of Korea, which is the end of the earth. This is where there are many homes for demons, where there are many who deceive the whole world in Jesus' name. They have been building their churches, 
bigger and more luxurious as if they were competing and they were scoffing. Now God will perfectly expose their true nature and judge them perfectly so that they will never be able to deceive with the lies different from the Bible again. Let's look further. Her high gates shall be burnt with fire. If you understand the truth in this one verse alone, you would have fear and trembling that you could never scoff or be arrogant. They will be burnt alive. When they were physically alive, they were sending other people's soul to hell with the words set on fire by hell that they uttered. As retribution for all that, they will have to fall into the fiery lake of hell and live forever in torment. And then it says, the people's labor for nothing. All the things that the congregation thought they were giving to God and to Jesus were all for nothing. The whole world is in this state. They don't know that they labored all their lives for nothing and that they will have to live in torment forever in the fire of hell. They don't know why God used King Solomon to write Ecclesiastes. They need to understand the truth about why God said, Everything done under the sun, meaning everything done under God, is vanity. Not only did they labor in vain, but they also served an idol instead, and they bowed to the idol. If only they would realize. This is why God said to nullify your formal portion of life. The people's labor for nothing, and the nations weary themselves only for fire. Yesterday, on 29th April 2020, a fire broke out in a warehouse in Ichan of Korea, and 37 people were burned alive with fire. There could have been more deaths today. The news even reported that people who were injured had their clothes catch fire. Why are there so many people who were burned alive with fire? Who are the people who are burned? We proclaim the truth as the truth, but the wicked who mocked and trampled upon the truth pertain to this prophecy. The people who labor for things that will be burned are laboring for nothing, even now. Their punishment is that they don't know this prophecy is about them. Everyone in the world who doesn't know this judgment is about them, even after seeing this, is laboring for nothing. In an age when people run to and fro and knowledge is increased, God has shown them everything through the media, yet they are completely senseless. They scorn the living God, and they only argue with each other about the past. Now is the age when the people who labor for things that will be burned reach their allotted time and weary themselves. You must come out of such home for demons. God has already ruled that He will judge with plagues. The whole world will be noisy with the sound of the judgment against the home for demons. The next noisy place is Ezekiel 5, verse 5 to 12. Thus says the Lord God, this is Jerusalem. All Catholic and Christian churches of the world today pertain to this. That is why God chooses again Israel and Jerusalem. 
I have set her in the center of the nations, with countries all around her. If you take this literally, the Israel with the golden dome is at the center of the world. They are more corrupt and arrogant than the nations around them. Likewise, the churches are like this now. And she has rebelled against my rules by doing wickedness more than the nations. Rule means a set principle, the law or ordinance that God himself established and commanded. The word is derived from the meaning to judge, to govern. It is a legal term that refers to the holy law by which God governs the sons of men. It is the commandment, the statute, the absolute principle and custom that the people of God must keep. God administers punishment and reward according to this holy standard. In other words, it refers to measure, standard, ruler. And against my statutes more than the countries all around her, for they have rejected my rules and have not walked in my statutes. This term also means to declare, to pronounce, to judge, to govern, the statute or case decreed by law, the enactment as the basis for judgment, regulation, statutory law, and the law of God, as well as social norm, and have not walked in my statutes. Not only did they not walk in God's statutes, but they were also more corrupt than the people of this world who don't believe in the Bible. That's because of the demons teaching the lie that Jesus carried all of the sins of humanity and died on the cross. Therefore, it says therefore, because in the verse above, they had not carried out the law of God, even when they had the Bible. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you are more turbulent. Turbulent means murmur, noise, tumult. In other words, it's translated as confusion, roar, tumult, uproar, noise, disturbance, and so on. With this turbulence coming forth from Jerusalem, God rebukes because of not even walking in the statutes of the nations around them. Because you are more turbulent than the nations that are all around you and have not walked in my statutes or obeyed my rules and have not even acted according to the rules of the nations that are all around you. This was the reason God judges the house of God first. All with one accord said that the Old Testament is the law and the New Testament the gospel. Everyone was deceived by that lie and trampled upon the statutes, rules, and commandments of God. They do not know that God is sending plagues upon this world as a result of the teachings of people in chief seats, preaching what they do not understand. So much so that God said, You have not walked in the statutes of the nations around you. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, am against you, and I will execute judgments in your midst in the sight of the nations. And because of all your abominations, especially because of worshipping the abomination, meaning idol worship, I will do with you what I have never yet done, and the like of which I will never do again. God brings down the judgment that is unlike any before or after upon Jerusalem, that is, 
to all churches of the world first. So in 1 Peter 4, verse 17 to 18, For it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous is scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? God judges the churches that use God's name and Jesus' name first in fulfillment of this prophecy. This judgment has already begun. The judgment that has never been done in any generation has begun now because the world ruled by the wicked on earth has come to its end. So now is the time to bring down all judgment prophesied in Ezekiel chapter 5 and 1 Peter 4 verse 17. In this time, these prophecies come true in reality. And God has been revealing the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven for the past 13 years through the new covenant to save us from this plague. Also, God has already decreed the reason for sending the punishment in Ezekiel 16 verse 15 to 16. But you, meaning Jerusalem, all Catholics and Christians of the world, you trusted in your beauty and played the whore because of your renown and lavished your whorings on any passerby. Your beauty became his. You took some of your garments and made for yourself colorful shrines. The shrine is the church. And on them played the whore. The like has never been, nor ever shall be. The Catholic Church and Christianity in this generation have become the fulfillment of this prophecy. That is why God said that He will execute judgment, the like of which He has never done before and never will again. Such idols are standing on the church pulpit and the world-renowned pastors spread teachings of demons that had nothing to do with the truth, such as the tongue that is the word of demons the gift of healing, fasting, the sorcerer telling fortunes in Jesus' name, and so on. The lawless, unrighteous people brought upon themselves the unprecedented judgment by their detestable immorality. That is why God said that He will execute unprecedented judgment because of all your detestable things in Ezekiel 5 verse 9. Let's go see. Therefore, God executes unprecedented judgment because the church taught lies differing from the Bible and worshipped idols. Therefore, fathers shall eat their sons in your midst. Father here means the church leader and also personal father to each person. Fathers shall eat their sons in your midst and sons shall eat their fathers. This plague that has never happened before will be fulfilled in this generation. But this kind of judgment is hidden from the eyes of the spiritually blind. This prophecy will actually be fulfilled when the famine comes. During the COVID-19 plague, the poor had no food to eat. Even in the richest countries like the US, people said that they would rather die from the disease than starve to death. In the seven-year Great Tribulation, this passage will be fulfilled exactly on this earth. 
and I will execute judgment on you, and any of you who survive, I will scatter to all the winds. Therefore, as I live, declares the Lord God, surely, because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your detestable things and with all your abominations. The sanctuary is the church of God. The leaders who use Jesus' name have defiled God's sanctuary. Therefore, I will withdraw. My eye will not spare, and I will no uh, My eye will not spare, and I will have no pity. A third part of you shall die of pestilence. It says one third will die of a pandemic. Look at how the whole world is in a clamor due to the COVID-19 plague. It is clearly God's punishment because of the lawlessness and idolatry of the church leaders and Christians. God has laid out all the problems and their answers, but people don't accept it. And be consumed with famine in your midst. When the plague comes, famine comes along with it. Why else would people say that they'd rather die from the disease than starve to death? It's like adding insult to injury for the poor. God warns that fathers will eat their sons and the sons will eat their fathers, yet people don't think about it. A third part shall fall by the sword all around you and a third part I will scatter to all the winds and will unsheath the sword after them. The noise of Jerusalem is worse than the nations around them, so God executes judgment, the likes of which has never been done and will never be done again, which is pandemic and famine. The COVID-19 plague is a warning. The entire Ezekiel chapter 5 is because of the detestable things in Jerusalem, meaning that the church was worshipping idols and killing souls instead of saving souls due to the teachings of demons. This passage has already begun and it will be at its peak in the seven-year Great Tribulation. It will be fulfilled in reality in our generation and the world will be in a clamor. Let's read further, verse 13 to 17. Thus shall my anger spend itself and I will vent my fury upon them and satisfy myself. Now, this is the word of God. Not only do we understand this, we conquer with it completely. For the past 13 years, we've been experiencing why God has to judge like this when He is love. But even though plagues like these are being fulfilled upon the whole world in reality, no one understood. And they shall know that I am the Lord, that I have spoken in my jealousy when I spend my fury upon them. Humans are always like this. They have to be punished for them to acknowledge that it's the work of God. But afterwards, they soon forget and go back to the way they were. Moreover, I will make you a desolation and an object of reproach among the nations all around you and in the sight of all who pass by. Look at how the Pope pretended to be an apostle of peace as if he was holy then how the cathedrals turned into a place to store coffins of the dead with COVID-19. Yet, they don't know why they are put through such a plague. Reproach means mocking and shaming. 
This means that the respected leaders along with their churches will become an object of reproach in the whole world. Consider the people who harvested weeds. You shall be a reproach and a taunt, a warning and a horror to the nations all around you. Horror means unfamiliar and strange. It means that people will think it's strange when they see Jerusalem being judged for being corrupt. When I execute judgments on you in anger and fury and with furious rebukes, I am the Lord, I have spoken. God shows His wrath to the humans who sinned, but it's not to destroy the sinners. It's another expression of the parent disciplining the child who went astray. It is the deep love of God, of wanting for the sinner to repent and return. This is the outcome of the once respected leaders and the churches who were drunk with wine. In Proverbs 23, verse 27 to 33, it is the outcome of those who use God's name and Jesus' name, but who left God and practiced unrighteousness and lawlessness instead of the truth. For a prostitute is a deep pit, an adulteress is a narrow well. Babylon, the home for demons, is the great prostitute. She lies in wait like a robber. Lying in wait means they are secretly hiding. In human eyes, they cannot be discerned because they are masking themselves with Jesus' name and God's name and increases the traitors among mankind. One pastor in the home for demons increases traitors among the whole world as in People who deliberately use wicked ruses or false deeds and deceitful wits while ignoring the truth with intent to harm other people. It started with one person named Lee and spread to all the traitorous pastors who tormented Reverend Shin and us who had nothing to do with them. God has judged the traitors in Proverbs 22 verse 12. The eyes of the Lord keep watch over knowledge but he overthrows the words of the traitor. God overthrows the words of all who are drunk in Jesus' name. Also in Psalm 50, verse 16 to 22, it says, But to the wicked God says, What right have you to recite my statutes or take my covenant on your lips? For you hate discipline and you cast my words behind you. If you see a thief, you are pleased with him and you keep company with adulteress. You give your mouth free rein for evil, and your tongue frames deceit. The wicked, the traitors, deceive by using God's statute and covenant. They are not the people outside the church. You sit and speak against your brother. Actually, they have joined together and spoke against us. You slander your own mother's son. The revilers have slandered the sons of God in this way. These things you have done. The revilers, Ian Gyu, Pak Hyung-tae, the pastor of Nandi Korean Church, Full Gospel Church, and so on, have done evil. And I have been silent. The revilers, Lee, Park, the pastor of Nandi Korean Church, Full Gospel Church, and so on, have done evil.
and I have been silent. After permitting Reverend Chin's imprisonment, God had been just silently watching without punishing. So the wicked became even more proud and they scorned, slandered, and did all kinds of evil. You thought that I was one like yourself. The wicked thought like this, so they spurred us without any fear. But now I rebuke you and lay the charge before you. Mark this, then you who forget God, lest I tear you apart and there be none to deliver. The traitors are also in Psalm 78 verse 57. But turned away and acted treacherously like their fathers, they twisted like a deceitful bow. Also look at Psalm 119 verse 118. You spurn all who go astray from your statutes, for their cunning is in vain. The traitors falsely testified and executed wicked plans with their false deeds and deceitful ruse while intentionally ignoring the truth. The cunning of all traitors who join with the revilers will end in vain. The cunning of the traitors will return to them as their retribution instead. Psalm 109 verse 1 to 6 says, Be not silent, O God, of my praise, for wicked and deceitful mouth are opened against me. They went against Jesus Christ. Now in this age, they went against Reverend Shin and us, speaking against me with lying tongues. They encircle me with words of hate and attack me without cause. In return for my love, they accuse me, but I give myself to prayer. So they reward me evil for good and hatred for my love. Appoint a wicked man against him. Let an accuser stand at his right hand. This prophecy is clearly about us now, and it has already come true. The traitors who joined hands with the wicked act like in Proverbs 17 verse 4. An evildoer listens to wicked lips, and a liar gives ear to a mischievous tongue. We are witnessing and experience this truth being fulfilled in reality. These wicked, the traitors, become substitute bodies for the righteous who are upright. Proverbs 21 verse 18 says, The wicked is a ransom for the righteous, and a traitor for the upright. In the end, they had intended to harm us for doing good, and they deliberately ignored the truth and used false words, deceitful cunning, wit, and ruse to even imprison Reverend Chin. But none of their plans will come to fruition. They fell for their own wit. In the end, they were the traitors inside the church who left God out of disbelief. They were the harlots who were taught by demons, and they only lived a religious life with the Bible. In light of this truth, let's go back to Proverbs 23 verse 28. She lies in wait like a robber and increases the traitors among mankind. Let's read from verse 29 to 33. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has strive? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? who has redness of eyes, those who tarry long over wine, those who go to try mixed wine. 
the only religions that drink wine during or before worship are Catholic or Christianity. This wine is remembering the blood that Jesus Christ had shed on the cross. They were drunk with this name of Jesus. Do not look at wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup and goes down smoothly. In the end, because of being drunk with wine, the wine that is Jesus' name in the end, it bites like a serpent and stings like an adder. Your eyes will see strange things. So they become even more mad and drunk with wine. They brag about how their eyes see strange things. They look at the church offerings and tell people's fortunes. They even pretend to be spiritual by saying that they can even see their bank balance. They say that they see flakes of gold or tooth fillings turning into gold. There was even a pastor who picked up a church offering and then saw a vision of laundry hanging on a laundry line. But the laundry was dirty, so he would tell the person who made that offering to repent because he saw the dirty laundry hanging in his vision. All of those people who see strange things pertain to this prophecy. Some brag about how they saw heaven and hell, and they make a living by telling their testimony all their lives. Such people are drunkards who think they are spiritual, and your heart utter perverse things. They say that they saw or heard things when they prayed. They are deceived by the demons, and the congregation also is deceived by those demons. The speakers go from place to place and brag about how God, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit has shown them things. What they say they saw are the strange things, and they are uttering perverse things. They are deceived by the demon inside themselves, but they don't realize it. They become a tool to deceive the congregation by saying that God has given them a gift. They use Jesus' name to sit in the chief seats and be served. They utter perverse things and travel to the churches around the world using their tongue to make a living. So they became rich and built luxurious buildings and lived in splendor in the home for demons. But later on, God punishes them with furious rebukes and the nations who are around them see those leaders as an object of horror. Let's go back to Ezekiel 5 verse 15 to see the strange things. You, Jerusalem, meaning the church, you shall be a reproach and a taunt, a warning and a horror to the nations all around you. When I execute judgments on you in anger and fury and with furious rebukes, I am the Lord, I have spoken. This is why there is a clamor. It means that the nations will think it's strange when they see God punishing the people who used to go around the world stirring up people and causing noise. When I send against you the deadly arrows of famine, arrows for destruction, which I will send to destroy you, and when I bring more and more famine upon you and break your supply of bread, I will send famine and wild beasts against you. The beast is not a beast, but wicked people. God had likened people to beasts. And they will rob you of your children, 
pestilence and blood shall pass through you, and I will bring the sword upon you. I am the Lord, I have spoken. Amen. The time has come now. Stop preaching and hearing lies different from the Bible. God works through people. Jesus Christ came in flesh, and so has the Spirit of Truth. Hear what the Spirit of Truth says to the churches. The Time of Grace on FBC2. Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 8.30 to 9. Visit us now on YouTube and Facebook at GR Church Fiji.